0: big rap show podcast is kindly sponsored by g1 reads they are the champion's choice with many bands around the world playing g1 products providing everything you'd need to hit the circle or the big stage so check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the big Rab show podcast <laughs> Hello there everyone and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. <laughs> How are you, folks? Hope you're keeping well. Now the reason I'm laughing is because as soon as I hit that button, my script just went flying. <laughs> oh, professional podcaster. Yes, hello, this is the Big Rab Show Podcast. How you all doing? Well, what a week that was. Huh? European championships did not disappoint. Wow, that's all I can say. We're about to get into all of that. We'll talk everything from the Euros, and that'll be this week's topic. We have a lot to unpack there, folks, haven't we? Hmm, yeah, and right, we're not going to get into the topic just now, but let's get into the podcast good and proper, first of all, shall we? Well, if this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. We are the show for the and folk, reflecting everything in the and world, be it Celtic music, folk music. Or in theatre, bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week, we're here talking about what we know and love to be the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe and its people. And like every other podcast out there, if you would like to help support the show, then you can. You can go and check us out on Patreon. There's loads of great stuff over there on Patreon. Lots of extras, including our Fuse FM Ballamoney radio show. Yeah, so if you do happen to miss us live on a Tuesday night, then you can go and catch it again over there on Patreon. And I have to give a shout-out to everyone who's just recently signed up I don't know what it was. Maybe it's because we've now launched uh, yeah, a Discord service uh, for all of our Patreon folk. So a lot of you guys really seem to be enjoying the Discord, which is a lot of fun, actually. As I said, we're still sort of figuring out the technology and how it all works. Uh, but seems to be a good laugh over there on Discord, actually. A lot of conversations going on with people sharing their mugs of tea and selfies and there's a lot of great stuff over there. Uh, so, so, yeah, if you do want to get onto our Discord server, then you need to be part of the Patreon faithful. Yeah. So, I know it's a huge, shameless plug, but, hey, there you go. That's how we keep the wheels turning here, eh? So, there you go. Go and check us out. The Big Rab Show on Patreon. There is a link in the show notes right now. No matter where you're listening, you can go and click on the show notes and then check us out on Patreon and get your mitts and all that extra stuff. Indeed. Okay. Right, let's get into listener mail good and proper, shall we? Now, I have to say, we have been kind of inundated with listener mail uh, since Saturday, I guess. And um, some of it good, some of it not so good. Now, that, we did talk about this in a previous Rab Show pod where we were talking about the amount of hate mail and the complaints and stuff that we were getting because we're not live streaming and you know not filming specific grades or filming band performances and all of that stuff well unfortunately it was another yeah another weekend of uh, not abusive that's the wrong word but definitely emails of complaints uh, so hmm I guess we're not doing what you guys want us to do I guess with our coverage from competitions but there's definitely been a lot of complaints Coming our direction, saying, oh, Rab, you're not filming this grade. That's shocking. Uh, All you do do is film grade one and you forget about everybody else. Uh, Well, what happens is we have team members on the ground, but they're competing in those grades that you want us to film. Very difficult for us to film a grade as well as compete in it. Uh, So... um, Uh, Yeah, I hope that makes sense. I, I did try to say this on last week's podcast though. we are a team of volunteers and a good number of us are actually competing on the day. So we do have to warm up with our band and then, you know, run through the MSR for the 15th time that morning and then run into the circle, play a great performance, hopefully lift a prize or two, as well as doing everything and covering stuff here for the Rab Show. Yeah, we managed to film everything uh, from the Greybone Arena as well as live stream all the results and all of that stuff uh, from the Euros. Now, we will get into the European Championships in this week's topic and we'll possibly talk a little bit more about a lot of the listener mail we got this week. Uh, but suffice to say, I'm not going to embarrass people here by reading out their emails and all that stuff. Uh, but just wanted to let you know that your email has not gone unnoticed. All right we did receive a lot of emails this week from people complaining that we weren't filming grade two grade three grade four grade five all that all right all i can say again is just to remind you we are a team of volunteers who are doing our best all right (laughs) now if that isn't to your standard well then i guess you can go to other outlets um you know that may well be providing you know better or even more coverage than what we are Uh, so Hey, there you go. That's all I can do is hold my hand up and go, hey, we tried, you know? And that's all we can do. So there you are. So the European Championships are behind us. We did get a lot of commentary from folks as well who were watching our videos on YouTube and stuff. And there has been as much positive as well as there is negative. All right? So there's a lot of people slagging us off for not filming 4B at 8 o'clock in the morning. uh, Well, there's others saying that the coverage that we're doing is fantastic. So it's it's a little bit of a strange one. Uh, Yeah. There you go. I hope that makes sense for listener mail this week. I'm not going to read out all the emails because, um, yeah, some of these may actually form part of a future episode of hater mail. Uh, Yeah, so be warned, uh, although I'm not going to read them out on this week's episode. There you go. Hope that makes sense. But if you do have any thoughts or feelings about this or anything else that we talk about here on The Rab Show, then please do send us in your emails. We always love to get them. BigRabShow at com. That address again, BigRabShow at gmail.com dot com we always love to hear from you all right okay so as much as we've been talking about listener mail and the amount of uh, complaints that were directed at us we always love to hear your thoughts and commentary on the show so whether that be our fuse fm battle money radio show or indeed our podcast we always do love hearing from you all right let's fly on well you guessed it at this point in the show well yeah it's time for word of the week time for word of the week here on the big rapture podcast security yes this week's word of the week is security now for everyone who attended the european championships this past weekend a lot of you now i mean a lot of you have been in contact with the show talking about the security arrangements at competitions not just specifically at the europeans but i think everyone's experience at the europeans while dealing with security has been largely negative and that's what we wanted to talk about in this week's word of the week i guess the security at these events sometimes can be overpowering We find, especially this year, we've noticed a good number of complaints online uh, from pipe band folk who were attending the UK Championships who were saying that the guys with yellow coats were a nightmare to deal with. Apparently, there was a very similar situation at the Euros. Uh, The security company who were brought in to take care of the European Championships, apparently there was a good deal of hassle trying to access the venue in the morning. And even at that, once you managed to get into the park, apparently you couldn't leave and get back in again so yeah you need to pay each time you wanted to walk through that gate so there was no sort of stamp on the back of the hand kind of job there was no arrangements like that so that was one thing but also I've been hearing stories about the beer tents at both of these events have been logistical nightmares uh all handled by the security staff of course on the day with the yellow jackets and have been, at times, nearly overpowering uh, whenever they're trying to direct people. Now, th- this is a topic for discussion, I guess. We do understand that, you know, these large-scale piping events do need a degree of security staff to try and help control the crowds, I guess. Which, at times, can be quite overwhelming. They, they can be really crowded, and they can be quite packed. But, at the same time... I have to stress that this is a pipe band audience. You know, this is not the same sort of a security arrangement as you would normally find at like a, a music festival. You know, like, like there's Glastonbury that just happened. We've seen the amount of security that was involved there. And even like at a you, know, mu- you know, metal festival, a jazz festival, whatever your particular genre is, a music festival is one thing. But a pipe band competition is its own separate animal, I would believe. Uh, so... Yeah, it's been my experience that the pipe band crowd definitely know how to police themselves and very rarely get into any kind of drunken brawls and wrecking the place. Uh, So, yeah, why the need for so many yellow coats and why they are so overpowering at times and can really put a dampener on people's experience of these uh, events, it is concerning. So... Yeah, I guess we have taken your concerns here about security. We possibly will talk about this in a future Rab Show pod. Uh, but, um, yeah, so far, the feedback from our major championships this year is that the yellow coats, the security, whoever they are, um, I'm not aware of what the companies are, who they are, why, you know who employed them, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I've been told that the security measures put in place at these large major championships have been a little bit of hard work. I guess, for people accessing the place and, you know, just general security. It's been, yeah, quite hassle for a lot of people. So I hope that makes sense. That's what's inspired this week's Word of the Week, security. So that being said, I do want to know your opinions on this. Yeah, because as I say, we do hope to bring this on a future episode of the Rab Show podcast. So if you do have experience of security at our majors or even our minor competitions, uh, be it a good experience, because there has been some of those, but there's, yeah, mostly the feedback we're getting so far has been quite negative about the security. Uh, so yeah, do email us in your thoughts, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Dot com. We would love to know both the positive and negative experiences of the security at these events. There you are. All right, let's fly on. That's quite a controversial one, isn't it? Hopefully not catch much flack for that, but that's what we've been hearing. We've been getting a lot of real, yeah, scathing feedback, I guess. So keep it coming by com. Okay, well, with that being said, let's get into our next favorite feature. <laughs> yeah, JD,
1: what's this week's weekly drone, mate? It's the Weekly Drum. I tuned in to the Big Rab Show's live stream of the awards ceremony at the Europeans from Aberdeen Saturday, excited to see who the prize winners were. Sadly, RSPBA chief executive Colin Mulhern's turn as announcer was incredibly distracting. During the march past, I heard who the bands were, but never heard where any of them were from. There were awards for Best Band on Parade and Best Drum Corps on Parade, whatever those are. None of the winning bands were announced as European champions for 2023. Finally, his tone and inflection were not that of an RSPBA executive, but rather those of a game show host. There were no pauses, no drama, and no theater. Every band was announced exactly the same It was as if he'd never been to a pipe band contest before. Whether he meant to or not, he turned the focus from the bands to himself. I know that it's difficult to replace a legend, a man who was the voice of the RSPBA for so long, but unless Mr. Mulhern's announcing improves dramatically, perhaps it's time to invite a media professional to announce the winners. Oh, weekly droner! Ouch.
0: Yeah, no, there has been a good number of comments on this. Uh, if you do manage to uh, check out our live stream that we presented of the, you know, the results and the announcements and all of that, throughout all of it, there was a running commentary from everyone tuning in talking about these announcements. Now. I have to put a big precursor on this, okay? Colin is new to the role. He just joined RSPBA last year and has taken up this mantle, I guess. And when you consider it, you did mention it yourself there, Weekly Droner. He has mighty big boots to fill. Ian Hamilton has been the voice of pipe bands now for a generation. And we have become so accustomed to hearing his voice, that iconic voice, ...of announcing world champions, Scottish champions, European, all of it. He's been doing it now for a full generation... ...and we've just become so accustomed to hearing that... ...it's difficult to hear anything else, I would argue. Now, having been on stage and you know doing the, the, such important jobs... ...like introducing people at a concert and things like that... ...it's not easy. It is definitely not an easy gig. Some people think it's effortless. You go up there and you read off a sheet... But whenever you consider the amount of eyes and ears that are on you at that moment, there's a lot of pressure. So I do want to kind of stress that before we get into every other point you made there, Weekly Droner. Yes, we do understand. This is a massive, massive moment for all of those bands and drum majors that are standing there shaking and waiting to hear with such anticipation... Um, yet you can absolutely either make or break that moment for bands in your delivery. Again, adding to that pressure. Now, there has been some brand new things that are quite unusual. Um, well, the drum corps prize being won. Normally you would say, and best drums goes to, or winning the drumming prize with such and such and such and such trophy goes to. Yeah, but this time round it's been uh, the best drum corps on parade. Now, this On Parade thing, I don't know where that came from. This seems to be a brand new thing that Colin has kind of introduced himself. I don't know. It's its interesting. It's interesting. It's different. It is. It stands out. Uh, so, Best Drum Corps On Parade. That's a new way of doing it, I guess. So, we'll get used to it, I suppose. Um, but also, yeah, a lot of people commented that, you know, as you were reading out First Place, They weren't read out as European champions. Now, I think this was the same for the UKs. I'm not sure. I need to go back and watch Colin's announcements from that. But that is absolutely a moment that a band will hold and cherish for a long time. You know, being read out in first place is cool and all. But if you're read out in first place and European champion for 2023, that's how it used to be done. There was drama to it all. And whenever the announcements were happening, there was always that slight pause that Ian used to put in. So, and in first place, and European champion for 2023, the big rap show Pipe Man. Yeah, there was always that little gap where everyone, you could hear a pin drop in the whole place. Doesn't matter what grade it was, you know, you could be starting out and announcing 4B or. All the way up to Grade 1, you could always hear a pin drop in those pauses. And that means the world. For the bands, for the spectators, for everyone watching. It's such a moment, I guess. But I completely get where you're you're coming from. Um, Yeah. Colin, as we've said, is new to the role. It's a very high-pressure role, for that matter. You could absolutely mess it up and uh, completely spoil someone's year, I guess, if you get it wrong. So, uh, yeah, reading off the sheet simply as a list of numbers and names, yeah, that's what Colin is doing right now. Uh, He's doing his best, I guess. But Ian Ambleton definitely had, had it down to an absolute art form. I think now that Ian has now stepped away from the microphone, we can really appreciate the guy's talent and his ability to be able to build that suspense and make it, make it into an incredible moment, you know? And that's not an easy thing to do. All right, Weekly Droner, I hope that makes sense to you. As for bringing in a broadcast professional... Um, not sure who we could get to do Do you know who I would love to hear do that? Bob Worrell. Yeah. The voice of the worlds. For everyone watching the live stream at home, Bob absolutely is that voice of the worlds. I think he'd do a cracking job. Yeah. There's so many yeah, people that we certainly could put names up there. Uh, but I think Colin is settling into his role. He's making it his own. You know? Um, but this thing, that, that, you know, Best Drums On Parade that's a new thing and hey we'll we'll get used to it I guess you know it's just new and it's like anything once this new thing rolls out after a couple of years it just becomes the norm but yeah we do hope that the delivery of the announcements I guess will evolve over time and as Colin kind of gets more comfortable with that role and more confident I guess then certainly we will hopefully see a change in those announcements so Have a little patience, Weekly Droner. That's all I'm going to ask. Um, But, yeah, you do echo the opinions of a lot of people who were there on the ground saying that there was no drama. It was, um, yeah, a little bit of an anticlimax, I guess, that as soon as first place was read, there was second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Right, come up and get your trophies, boys. Uh, And that was it. It was kind of a... Yeah, there was no drama, uh, I guess. So, I don't know. It's... I don't know. These are just my opinions, but certainly these are the opinions of people that have been messaging in the show throughout the course of that live stream as well. So I hope that makes some sort of logical sense. Ian Hamilton absolutely is a giant figure and a huge role to fill. And uh, yeah, I wish Colin well in that regard. It's not an easy task. Okay, folks. So I'm just going to put that out. It's not easy at all. I guess Ian Hamilton just made it look easy. You know, it's one of those things. So there you are. Thank you, Weekly Droner, for your thoughts. Uh, so anyone else has any thoughts or opinions on this? And, uh, yeah, if you don't want to be identified, then, of course, the best way to do it is on Weekly Drone. Yeah, go to our website, thebigrabshoot.com. There's a big button right at the top of the homepage there saying Weekly Drone. And you can let us know your own thoughts and feelings on this and any other topic we've discussed. And, yeah, there's no fear of reprisals. There you go. All right, so that's Weekly Drone out of the road. Well, yeah, I'm going to take myself a small break at this point. And then, yeah, we'll get into watch the crack. Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument... ...despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off. Showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically... Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration. Proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let The Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab for a 30-day free trial. What's the crack this week? Rob, what's the crack this week? Hi, Rob. What's the
1: crack this week?
0: Rob, what's the crack this week? Rob,
1: what's the crack this week? Rob, what's the crack this week? Rob, what's the crack this week? Rob, what's the crack this week? Hey, Rob, what's the crack this week?
0: Right, time for what's the crack, and there's a lot to get through, of course, with the European Championships. We'll talk about that in this week's topic. So, yeah, this weekend we have the All Ireland Championships in Ballymena. We'll break all of that down, of course, and what we have in front of us. It's going to be quite a packed competition at the All-Ireland Championships. We'll talk about it. We also have deadlines aplenty. We have the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year. We have the World Pipe Band Championships. We also have the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. There's lots of different deadlines and opportunities available. We'll get through all of that in the news and updates too. The tickets for the World Pipe Band Championships are now available for the general public. And there's a lot to break down here. Different price brackets, stuff like that. A lot to get excited about, so we'll talk about that, of course, in the news and updates. We got a huge announcement last week about drumming for drinks. It's so good to see this event back again, and we'll talk about that. We also have a brand new social media page for Scottish Power Pipe bands. Yeah, we'll draw that to your attention too. We're also smack bang in the middle of festival season, so a lot of our Celtic and folk music bands are out and around and gigging, and I don't think we'll be able to read you a hashtag list of everything, because I'll be here all week, but... Yeah, suffice to say, that's what's happening in What's the Crack. There's a lot of gigs happening. <laughs> Alright, let's get into it and everything for our news and updates now at this point, I think. McLennan Bagpipes, by North Carolina artisan instrument maker Roddy McLennan, from Euston, Scotland. Proud supplier of bagpipes, small pipes, and chanters to Ali the Piper. One of a kind instruments, crafted from the finest materials using traditional skills for more than 30 years. Attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument, but also a work of art. Custom made for you, in a variety of wood, with the widest range of profiles in the industry. Repair, restoration, replacement, refurbishment service is also available. Check out BespokeBagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Okay, time for all the news and updates. So, we're about to get into all of this. And as always, we always do manage to miss something. Okay, folks, so if we do miss something, please do email us in and we'll do our best to bring it to another show. So, our email address, bigrapshow at gmail.com. So... Yes, we know. We had a major championship at the weekend, the Europeans. And we will talk all about that, of course, in this week's topic, alright? So, for now, though, we're going to set that to the side. One of the biggest news stories. That's this week's topic. But we'll get into everything else. So, this weekend, here in Northern Ireland, sees the All-Ireland Championships. Now, this one is really hard fought over every single year. Every time the All-Irelands opens its gates, it seems to be everybody wants to win this. You know, it's one of those championships that everyone here in the island of Ireland wants to win and get that all-important All-Ireland title under their belt. Thankfully, I've got one or two. Anyway, no, <clears throat> say no more. Let's move on. <laughs> this weekend's competition does see us in Ballymena at what I think is absolutely a cracking venue. And it's, yeah, it's one of my favourite venues in the calendar here for Northern Ireland. So it's great to see that it's hosting the All irelands one of the biggest competitions that we have here. So looking through the draw. Uh, we have 14 bands in grade 4B, so that's quite a big grade. On grade 4A, we have 12 bands on the day, including a band from the United States who are making the journey, the Hugh O'Connor Memorial Pipe Band. So I'm looking forward to seeing them, actually. Yeah, and then we have in grade 3B, unfortunately, just the one band, Colabaki. Uh, and in grade 3A, we've got 10. ...fans in there. So, that's quite a big grade in 3A. In Grade 2, we have four. Uh, so, we have St. Joseph's, Manor Cunningham, St. Mary's and Rivara. And in Grade 1, as mentioned, we have Closkilt, St. Lawrence atool, and Field Marshal. There you are. So, yes, I have absolutely no doubt the All-Ireland Championships will be a very difficult battle uh, in all grades, uh, apart from Grade 3B, where there is only one band. So we already know who our Grade 3B All-Ireland Champion is. So congratulations, Colabaggie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's not to say this competition is going to be you know, a little bit dull, because it's going to be anything but. It's going to be absolutely blistering. Uh, as I say... This is a title that every band on that field really want to get. And I think that's one of the things I want to kind of put across here. That it's really important to the bandsmen and women here competing for this. The All-Ireland Championships is one. Yeah, it's not a major as far as headquarters is concerned. But definitely when it comes to the bands from this island, it really is important to them. So, yeah, good luck to everyone. Especially there in the top flight where we have Kloskelt, St. Lawrence and F.M., good luck to you because on the day uh, we have an msr selection and a medley selection to get as well so you have to play twice now the msr we're playing i think is the mini msr same as what we got in the euros um so yeah it's going to make for an interesting competition on the day because it's the combination of the two your msr run and your medley run will yeah decide the eventual champion in grade one so yeah a lot to play for not to play for all right So good luck, everyone, in the circle this weekend at the All-Ireland Championships. Of course, ourselves and the Big Rab Show will be there pointing cameras at everything, and we'll do our best to cover everything there at the All-Irelands, of course. All right, let's move on. Yeah, I did mention deadlines aplenty, and there are lots of them. Uh, So, yeah, I have to give a shout-out. To the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. They have now opened their doors for new applicants for young pipers and drummers aged between 10 years old and 25 years old all across Scotland. So, if you do want to take part in the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland, now's your opportunity. So, as I say, all of this application process is going to be open all the way through August, and then there will be auditions various rehearsals all this kind of stuff there's loads of information here way too much for me to delve into if i'm honest Uh, so go to bagpipe.news they've ran a full story on this along with including links to where you can get your applications now there is a whole process involved here there is auditions there's workshops there's all sorts of things that you need to go through so Places are limited. However, there are free places available. So if you are interested in applying, there are spots for you. But you just have so many different things to go through to get there in the end. So, but yeah, the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland is very highly sought after. There are some of the cream of the crop play for this band. They are absolutely an incredible live act. And wow, the talent of some of these kids that are in this band are incredible. But they also get some of the best possible tuition available. And... uh, yeah, the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland do have some great opportunities to play around the world. Uh, so you can throw a set of pipes under your arm with the National Youth Band and you can end up anywhere in the globe. So yeah, that's a fantastic opportunity. So as I've said, I'm not going to sit here and detail the entire process of your, you know, your audition and all of that. There's so much involved here. So do. Go and check out the bagpipe.news or even the National Piping Centre's website themselves or the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland's website which is nypbs.co.uk and applications are now open. Yeah. So that just wanted to draw that to your attention. So if you're aged between 10 and 25, there you are. The opportunity's there. Go for it. Now, another deadline that's fast approaching is the World Pipe Band Championships. Yeah. Even if your band is... Still thinking about it, or humming and hanging and going well will we will we not, will we not well, you better make up your mind soon because the deadline for entries for the world championships is fast approaching it's the fifth of July, yeah, so I do know there are a number of bands out there that still aren't decided, they are still sort of yeah, will we be able to afford it, will we have a competitive enough band, all of that stuff um so I just wanted to put that out there. It's the fifth of July is your absolute deadline. Uh, the RSPBA reinforced that today. Actually, at the point of recording this uh, on the twentieth of June, uh, they did say that late, uh, late entries will not be accepted. No exceptions. Bob, Bob, No exceptions. So that's told you that it's happened before. <laughs> So there must have been bands out there who have got their paperwork in late. And uh, hmm. this time round they're making doubly sure that you're aware that late entries not accepted. There you go. So 5th of July, if you are wanting to compete at the Big in August, you haven't got long, folks. So make sure that your band secretary has your paperwork submitted and all the rest. Uh, It's always good just to follow up with them. Now, there's been plenty of bands that's been remaining left stuck at home in the band hall not competing at the world's because their paperwork haven't been filed and uh yeah let's say that band secretary is no longer the band secretary anyway (laughs) that's happened a few times uh so yeah get your paperwork in order make sure all your entries are all in before the 5th of july there you go all right so another deadline to bring to your attention is for the new zealand young piper of the year competition they have opened their doors again for 2023 and yeah the deadline that you should be adhering to is the 18th of august so if you are wanting to take part in this incredible event well now's your opportunity the doors are opened so uh, yeah there's some changes actually for this there's a brand new freestyle medley competition on the saturday so that's an interesting format change right there so that is available for all age groups uh all through the Chanter groups, all through to D, C, and B grade, as well as the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year themselves, which is for under-21s. Yeah, so if you're 21 years or older, sorry, this is not for you, but it's definitely for the Young Piper of the Year. They are. So, yeah, for full information, of course, you can go to the NZ Young Piper of the Year on social media, where they have published this all across, including all of your playing requirements, your MSR, your PBRX, and this brand-new event, this... Yeah, freestyle medley, which I'm really curious about, actually. So, yeah, this event is always heavily attended. As well as ourselves here in the Big Rab Show, we've always managed to live stream it over this last few years. Uh, even though over the course of the pandemic and everything, we've provided the stream uh, for this. So, the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year event is absolutely stellar. And it does pull in some incredible young talent from all across New, New Zealand. So, definitely worthy of your attention. So... Yeah, if you're listening right now and you are in New Zealand and wanting to take part in this, well, now's your opportunity. Your deadline is the 18th of August, so make sure you get all of your paperwork in order and, uh, yeah, start learning those sets, I guess. This competition will be just around the corner. Definitely one for you to enjoy. So, yeah, we'll keep a tab on that, of course, and we'll be updating you guys, of course, uh, yeah, for, the, for any announcements about live streams and coverage and stuff for us internationally to be able to enjoy this event, indeed. So good luck to everyone there. New Zealand Young Piper of the Year, Deadland Deadline is fast approaching. Yeah, 18th of August, not long. So, as mentioned in What's the Crack? drumming for Drinks. It's back, and can I tell you just how excited we all are for drumming for Drinks? Like seriously. Um so, yeah, it's been too long since this event has been able to open its doors. I guess the pandemic and everything put a huge pause on everything. And now we're also seeing a change of venue. It's not going to be in Todd's Bar because I don't believe Todd's Bar exists anymore. Uh, but maybe that could be stuff that Rab got wrong. But yes, the venue has now changed. We're no longer in Todd's Bar. We are now in a brand new location at the Barras. It's affectionately called the Barras. I think, not well, now, what is it called? The Barras Arts, the Barras Art and Design. Center, i guess but yeah sufficiently called the bars all right so that's where it's at uh, for full information on all of this go to innovation percussion i guess on social media where they have been promoting this um but they don't need to promote it too yeah too far because yeah i think the piping world absolutely know <laughs> that this is happening so it's on wednesday the 16th of august in the bars doors open at 1 p.m and tickets are 20 quid and they're non-refundable Alright, just wanted to put that out there. Also playing at the Drumming for Drinks event is the Red Hot Chili Pipers. What? Yeah, the Red Hot Chili Pipers are going to be performing at Drumming for Drinks. Which, come on, that's just going to be incredible. So the event itself, as I say, has been on a bit of a hiatus for a little while. But it is now finally back. So since 2019, we haven't had a Drumming for Drinks but now it is back with gusto. And reading the article and everything that was published on PipesDrums.com, apparently not only will you be traded to drumming for drinks, the competition, all of that stuff, but there's also going to be a huge after party. Yeah, they're now calling it the new drumming for drinks after party. For those that purchased a ticket, yeah, they can hang out and enjoy all of that what the bars have to offer and there's a huge complex actually where you can actually go and get a good feed and have a few pints as well Uh, so yeah massive big complex great venue actually there's a lot of different video uh you know that takes you around it and explores it all it's all been redeveloped it's fantastic so i cannot wait for drumming for drinks this year and no doubt ourselves here in the big rab show we're going to have to get ourselves along to this um because uh yeah that drumming for drinks is iconic at this point and it just hasn't felt the same without it so it's just awesome news to see it back again so shout out to scott curry and everyone else involved there at innovative uh, innovations that's just fantastic to see this event return uh, so for full information as i've said you can go along to innovation-promotions.com grab your tickets uh, 20 quid non-refundable and uh, they have a wealth of other partners that are helping them put this together including the british drum co of course the Barra's art and design the venue themselves we have acoustic iq evans and promark jim Kilpatrick percussion Hardcase, scott curry music of course and ty fry there's a lot of people all helping out at this so drumming for drinks is back again yes and it's on the wednesday 16th of august fantastic so if you're planning out your pipe and live week um yeah, the Wednesday's already a packed day for pipers, so this is something for drummers to enjoy. So drumming for drinks on the Wednesday, then of course you have Rab Show Live at Pipe and Live the next day on the Thursday. You! I might have mentioned that at least a few times. Uh, so yeah, that Rab Show Live at Pipe and Live the following day. Then on the Friday, of course, you have your Worlds qualifying, and then the Worlds on the Saturday. So you could really pack your entire week filled with piping and drumming so yeah it's just awesome to see Drummond for drinks back again grab tickets now avoid disappointment because we know in previous years uh, this event has sold out and it's always been ram packed and we expect this year to be no different Uh, so looking forward to the changing venue and uh yeah looking forward to heading through the doors for Drummond for drinks 2023 Okay, I also wanted to briefly mention that Scottish Power Pipe Band have now launched a brand new Facebook page. So I'm I'm sure a good lot of you out there uh, listening right now are probably already following Scottish Power on social media. But apparently, I don't know if someone lost the keys or the passwords or whatever the crack is uh, for their previous social media page, but they have now kind of scrapped it, and they're now going with a new one. Uh, so we've shared it out of course on the Rab Show social, so to make sure that you're being kept up to date with all the news from Scottish Power, they have now established themselves with a brand new social media page, a new outlet I guess, so you can go and check all of that out. Just wanted to draw that to your attention. Okay. Right. Now, before we get into the next news story, I wanted to talk about something that dropped last week that was really quite a mystery. Now, PipesDrums.com have done their best, and best investigative journalism here to try and figure out exactly what happens. Well, what am I talking about? RSPBA and the Standards and Grading Committee. Recently, yeah, they ratified a couple of grade 1 bands that had been grade 1 bands for quite a while. So, This was confusing. Whenever I did see this published on the RSPBA website that the Standards and Grading Committee have had a meeting and that they have decided that Auckland and District and Manawatu, Scottish, can compete in Grade 1, I thought, okay, very good, but they've been competing in Grade 1 now for a long time. This isn't news. So, yeah, apparently the bands themselves... Reportedly were surprised and confused by the request uh, to, you know for this review to take place, and we don't know exactly where this request came from. so now the public statement which was signed by the music board, directors Paul McAndrew and Sharon Smith on behalf of the music board and standards grading grip, yeah there was, aye, there was a request that went in, and both of these bands were reviewed. And Auckland and the District of Manawatu Scottish made it known no later than February 21st that they intend to compete at the 2023 World Pipe Band Championships. And each band competed throughout the 22-23 you know, New Zealand season in Grade 1 and weren't expecting anything less. So where did this review come from? No idea. Absolutely no idea. But here we go. We now have this huge article from Pipestrums.com with various statements from across either the RSPBA and the New Zealand Association. Why were they reviewed? Here's a quote, actually. It says, I found it strange to review the grading of a band that hadn't been downgraded by its own association, said someone close to the RSPBA who spoke on condition that their name was not used. If I had to guess, I would say it was done because people who made the decisions have no clue what the rules are regarding such things. So whoever that anonymous quote came from, they're bang on there. Uh, So, yeah, it was a very strange one. Whenever I seen it published, I thought, that's not a story. It's not a story, but the more pipes drums kind of dug into it. It's an odd one. I don't know. It's confusing all round. Why RSPBA felt the need to review a band uh, that's been competing in Grade One for a long time successfully? Uh, no idea where this request came from. If there was a request to review them, where it came from, no one seems to know. The bands themselves don't seem to know. But the review was done anyway, and they've yeah they've decided yep they're grade one well tell us something we don't know <laughs> so yeah far be it from me to promote other news outlets but it is a curious one and it's one that pipestrums.com have certainly done a bit of homework on so you can go and have a look at that pipestrums.com and it's the the story that broke on the june 23rd there so rspba reviews gradings of well-established new zealand grade one bands by request and i think that's the kicker there Where did that request come from? Bam, bam, bam. Intrigue. There you go. But yeah, that's a story, but not a news story. Does that make sense? Anyway, you can check it out. Pipestrums.com There's been a few conversations about it, of course, in the piping scene here. Just wondering why the heck did that happen? Makes no sense. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about the World Pipe Band Championships, shall we? Yeah. As mentioned, the tickets are now on general sale for the public. Now... Uh, There has always been this argument with tickets for the Worlds, for spectators, whether it's worth purchasing them in advance or just buying them on the gate. All right. Now, it has been my experience. This is just my own preference here. I always book my tickets in advance because it's so much quicker getting through the gates. And yeah, what this week's word of the week was uh, security. You don't get hassled as much by the security. If you're able to wave a ticket in their face and go, Hey, hey, let me in. Let me in, you boy. Uh, yeah, they can't very well stand in your way and go, Have you got a ticket? Because you're already waving it in their face. Let me in the door. And uh, that's pretty much me as soon as the gates open each year. Um, so, yeah, my preference is to buy your tickets online in advance wherever possible now that there is also an incentive for you to do this if you go to the glasgow life website right now to look at these tickets they do have an advance booking discount Uh, it's not much it's not a huge discount by any means um, but it's there you can save a bob or two by doing this now there are different prices for different days, of course. I'm just going to look at the adult prices right now. So there are other concessions for kids under 16 and for family tickets as well. So Friday for an adult, which is over 18, for the Friday, yeah. The advance booking price is £10.65. 65p, So a tenner, you may as well say. And then on the day, it's 15 quid, So they throw an extra fiver on. So you'll save a fiver if you buy an advance for the Friday. For the Saturday the price jumps up quite considerably. For an adult, it's 20 quid, £20.40 £20. for an adult. And then on the day, if you were to buy the ticket at the gate, it's 24 quid. Well, you may as well say £25 because uh, of £24.40p. Uh, so, yeah, again, save yourself a fiver if you buy it in advance. Uh, now, there are weekend packages available, and these are the ones that I would recommend. If you are attending both the Friday and the Saturday, If you are to buy a ticket, an adult ticket in advance for the weekend, they're £25. That's for your Friday and your Saturday. So, yeah, for those of you who are like me and will be attending, that would be the one I would shoot for if you can. Uh, On the day, tickets for adults for the weekend ticket is £29.80. So that's quite a saving there. Again, saving roughly a fiver. Yeah, so, yeah, my advice to you is wherever possible... If you can, and you're going as a spectator now, not as a competitor, then, yeah, do buy your tickets in advance. Take them with you. Have them printed out or on your phone or whatever. Have them available so you can wave them in the yellow coat's face and go, stop! let me in. Get out of the road. Let me in. I have my ticket. Let me in. Uh, so... <laughs> You think I'm joking. Honestly, that's happened. Uh, So, yeah, gates open at 7 a.m. on the Saturday morning. And on the Friday, they're a little bit uh, later, I suppose. 8 a.m. 8 a.m. on Friday morning, 7 a.m. on Saturday morning. Uh, So that's for spectators. There you go. Uh, So it says on the Friday that the competition doesn't start until 10.30 in the morning. Um, which is a little bit later than usual, I think. Uh, But, yeah, gates open at 8 a.m., still plenty of action for you to be entertained there thoroughly on the Friday morning. And then on the Saturday, gates open at 7, competition starts at 9. Uh, Now, whenever they say the competition starts at 9, that's when the first band is on the line, you know? So you have at least a couple of hours before that with tons of bands around you preparing and getting ready for that you know experience i guess so yeah the weekend ticket would be my preference 25 quid if you buy it in advance 30 quid if you buy it on the day for an adult there you go now let's talk about the grandstand now apparently this year i'm hearing talk about it's been severely upgraded now big time upgraded uh they've heard the complaints in the chat from the pipe band folk over the last few years where the grandstand has been kind of a uh, I don't know. It's been very open to the elements. And you can be sitting there getting absolutely soaked with the rain or absolutely cooked with the sun, uh, as was the case last year. Well, they have now upgraded the grandstand and now have provided covering. Uh, So, tickets for this grandstand, if you're going to buy them in advance, is 35 quid. Oh, now, that's quite a steep price. All right, now... uh, Note that these tickets are not included in the weekend discounted rate. Yeah, aye. mm. If you are going to be sitting in the stands, be prepared to pay for it. Is is, yeah, my thinking here. So this is just for the Saturday. You don't have to pay uh, to get into the grandstands on the Friday, which is quite cool. That's a good one. Uh, But on the Saturday, yeah, if you're going to watch Grade One at that brand new covered grandstand, thirty-five pound in advance, and on the day it's forty quid. I don't know, man. That's expensive. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for the ability to sit in the grandstand, in the shelter, I suppose that mm, that could be worth it for some. But, uh yeah, I don't know. I, I, mm, I don't know if it's worth it. I but that's just my opinion, right there. There's others out there that are now shouting at their podcast player, going, "Yes, Rob, it's absolutely worth it. I'll be sitting there all day." uh So, yeah, go and check out all of these ticket rates. Yeah. Uh, so they're all up and available now. Yeah, World Championships, World Pipeline Championships. uh, You can go and check it out. What's the website again? Is it theworlds.co.uk? It is. There you go. (laughs) Professional podcaster. Theworlds.co.uk. And all the links for your tickets information. All of that's up there now. Uh, But uh, it does take a little bit of going through, you know, uh, because there's so many different options. But my advice is to purchase them in advance wherever possible uh, so you don't get hassled at the gate in the morning there you go <laughs> all right plus you save a fiver or two there you go all right. right let's move on next news story oh i have to remind you as well that as much as the tickets have only just now been launched for the world uh the tickets for piping live have been up now for quite a while you can actually still go in and get tickets at some of the big ticket events that normally do sell out quite quickly they haven't sold out yet uh so yeah, I'm just going to plant that little acorn with you. There's still quite a number of events at Pipe and Live that are ticketed but haven't yet sold out. So, yeah, maybe put that on the calendar as well. Yeah, pipeandlive.co.uk There's a lot of big ticket events that are still available now. Uh, so, yeah, grab tickets for that. Oh, of course, the uh, Simon Fraser University concert as well. Uh, those tickets, as far as I'm aware, are still available. Um, so... Yeah, that's, I think it's because of the size of the venue is the thing. It's now moved from the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. It's now moved now to the SEC Arena, or it's it's affectionately called the Armadillo. Uh, so that's where it is. So it's quite a large venue and... Yeah, tickets for it are not sold out yet by all accounts from what I can see. Uh, so if you are interested in going to the SFU concert or anything else that's happening at Pipe and Live, do go and check their various websites for availability. But as far as I'm aware, uh, there's a lot of tickets still available and floating around if you are curious. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to give him a shout on this week's show, aren't I? Yeah. I have to say a very happy birthday to Care McQuillan. Happy birthday! <laughs> yeah. Kerr McQuillan uh, turned 19 this week, yeah. So, happy birthday, Care, and yes, as we, as you guys know, we have absolutely sung the praises of what Care has been doing there at People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate. He's been doing absolutely stellar work there, and uh, yeah, lifting a major championship at the start of the season, not too shabby. So, yeah, happy birthday, Care. Uh, Nineteen years young, and uh, yeah, <laughs> wish you continued success with the band, mate. Hope you had a great birthday, and shout out to Drums and Roses as well, uh, who Care plays with. I don't know if you guys follow Drums and Roses on social media, but you really should, uh, because, it, yeah, they were across here in Northern Ireland just last week, and they released, uh, they called it their Belfast vlog, and it's thoroughly entertaining. <laughs> Let's just say that. You get to hang out with the guys at Drums and Roses as they travel across and attend various gigs across here in Northern Ireland, and um uh, I'm not going to spoil the vlog for you, but you're going to want to watch it. If you're a fan of Drums and Roses at all, then go and check that out. But shout out to those guys. Very entertaining. Um, and yeah, happy birthday to Kerr McQuillan. Yeah. All right. On to the next news story. I have to give a shout to Kilbarkin Pipe Band, actually, who have just launched their summer school. Yes, this is quite an interesting opportunity, this. Uh, Yeah, well, for full information on this, I do have to stress, go to Kilbarkin Pipe Band on all of their socials. But their summer school is available for pipers and drummers of all ages and all levels. And this is really quite fascinating. 31st of July to the 4th of August in Kilbarkin Scout Hall. Yeah. So for information and for bookings and all of that kind of stuff, go to Kilbarchan Summer School at gmail dot com. are. So there is a cost involved here. So it's sixty pounds, and then there's forty five for the first sibling, and or no, fifty five for the first sibling, and then forty five for everyone after that, and all of that kind of stuff. It's yeah. There's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of information here, Kilbarchan. Uh, so <laughs> your summer school. What an awesome opportunity. And um. Hi. For pipers of all ages, levels, experiences, that's where you can go. If you are in the Kilbarkin area and anywhere near, uh, yeah, go and check that out. So, yeah, thank you, Kilbarkin Pipe Band. That's quite a cool opportunity for folks in the area. Again, 31st of July to the 4th of August at Kilbarkin Scout Hall. The Kilbarkin Pipe Band Summer School. Awesome stuff. All right. I have to give a shout to the City of Aberdeen Pipe Band, who are currently now looking for a new practice location. Within Aberdeen City, of course, or in the surrounding area. So if you can help... Uh, There is a band right now that need a place to practice. Uh, So they're looking for either a large hall or a room or something uh, that can accommodate the band. This will be on a Monday and a Wednesday evening from 7 o'clock until half nine. If you know of anywhere or know of anyone who might know of anywhere that might be able to accommodate the City of Aberdeen Pipe Band, then uh, reach out to them. Yeah, they're asking you to get in contact with them through their social media, City of Aberdeen Pipe Band, or um, I think they've given a telephone number there for someone called Holly within the band. Uh, Full details again on the City of Aberdeen social media. They are looking for a practice location. Yeah, that can be quite a challenge, I think, for pipe bands. is finding an actual practice space, you know. And it's it's good to see that uh, there are other pipe bands out there ...that are reaching out to the piping world, I guess, to help try and find a solution for this. So, City of Aberdeen, I hope you do find a spot pretty quick... ...and that, yeah, that you can start practicing again, exactly, and have a spot to go to. All right, now this isn't in dates for your diary or none of that stuff... ...but I just wanted to remind you, we were talking about ticketed events... ...I want to remind you about the Belfast International Tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) yeah, whenever you look at the possible lineup and stuff for the Belfast Tattoo... ...it's shaping up to be quite a huge event... And we are hearing that tickets for this event are now really starting to ramp up. So if you are wanting to attend the Belfast International Tattoo, then now might be the time to grab your tickets and avoid your disappointment. The 1st and 2nd of September is when it's happening, and right now is when you should go and grab your tickets. You can go to the SSE Arena box office, of course, or you can go to the Belfast International Tattoo website, yeah, where you can go and purchase them all up there. So 1st, 2nd of September... Belfast had to, just a gentle reminder, grab tickets. Avoid disappointment, folks. All right. Okay, I have to give a shout-out to the William Kennedy Piping Festival oh baby yeah they've finally announced well not their full lineup but quite a bit of it <laughs> yeah so the 29th william kennedy and festival opens its gates from the 16th of november through to the 19th of november right here in county armagh so for full information of course and they will be announcing more names and everything as they get closer to it go to wkpf.org that's where all of this lives but for us highland piping fans yeah, there's a few familiar names in here. Now, again, I'm not going to start naming names. and not reading the hashtag list. You can go and check all of this out at your leisure. Uh, one of the names that jumps out is Robert Watt. Robert Watt's actually performing at this. There you go. So, hi. I'm going to start naming names. People get upset. I miss them. Uh, so go along to wkpf.org. The William Kennedy Piping Festival. There's a lot in there, especially for Ulster pipers, border pipes, uh, small pipes, kitchen pipe, the real pipes. All of it. There's so much great music to be played here. And uh, yeah, of course, there's Highland pipes in there too. So yeah, what a great festival. I'm looking forward to that. Sixteenth to the nineteenth of November. The twenty ninth William Kennedy Piping Festival. Awesome stuff. So, I know we're talking about the All-Ireland Championships this weekend and pretty much how exciting it is and, oh well, yeah, how competitive it's going to be. But there's something I want to draw your attention to. There is a bar in Ballymena Town that is running a huge promotion at the moment. And they're very keen to see people who are competing at the All-Ireland Championships to come on down the town and visit them. So much so, they're actually running a free town centre shuttle bus. This is awesome. Now, if anyone knows Ballymena Venue, it is kind of on the outskirts of the town. And if you were to walk from the All-Ireland Championships to Ballymena Town, it would take you a a little while. It would take you about 15, 20 minutes, I guess. So a lot of people won't want to make that journey by foot. So, yeah, you know, you won't get a chance to visit one of these quite entertaining bars in the middle of Ballymena. So I have to give a shout-out to the Front Page Bar. Yeah, which is an award-winning bar, by the way. Uh, It is the Northern Ireland Community Pub of the Year. Yeah, so the Front Page, honestly, is a fantastic venue. We do know that they hold a lot of great piping events and sessions and stuff throughout the year. So this is their way of welcoming the pipe band folk to Ballymena. So they are putting on a free town town centre shuttle bus to bring you into the centre of Ballymena Town and hopefully visit the Front Page Bar. Just wanted to give that a huge plug this week. I think it's absolutely a golden opportunity. So shout-out to Stephen and Marie and everyone there at the uh, the team at the Front Page Bar. I hope that you get loads of great custom from the All-Ireland Championships. No doubt, once bands lift their titles, um, they're going to want a place to celebrate. So shout-out to the Front Page. Uh, if you are curious at all, you can go and check that out on their socials. The Front Page Bar and Balamina. Uh, yeah, they've put all that details up of where you can go and catch this shuttle bus, actually. And, uh, yeah... So, if you finished your tune early in the morning, then you can catch a shuttle bus into town and enjoy the front page bar. Indeed. What's not to love about that? (laughs) Alright. Okay. I think that's pretty much it for all the news and updates. Pretty much everything else news-related was absolutely dominated with everything that happened at the European Championships. And we're about to get into all of that in this week's news and updates. But, as always, if there's anything that we've managed to miss or forget about... Or whatever. Please do email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again. BigRabShow at gmail.com. There's always bound to be something that we've managed to miss. Or it's hit the cutting room floor. or Whatever. We always want to hear. Whenever we mess up. So. Stuff that Rob got drunk. There you go. That's it indeed. Alright. So you can email us anytime. And let us know your thoughts. Right. Ah. Uh, I think at this point I'll take myself a little break because it's, yeah, it's time for Dates for Your Diary. Iron Maiden, Kasabian, Bastille, the Royal Marines, the British Army, the Royal Air Force, Police Scotland and Federation, Scottish Power, and the Red Hot Chili Pipers. These are just some of the names playing the Axial and Regimental Series drums by the British Drum Company. Why? Because of the superb build quality and attention to detail that only the best deserve. Where excellence is the norm, not the exception. To find out more about the ranges offered by the BDC, head to the thebritishdrumco.com or follow them on all of the usual social media platforms. When will you make the switch? It's time for Dates for Your Diary, here on the Big Rap
1: Show podcast.
0: Yes, indeed. So, pen and paper at the ready. Time for Dates for Your Diary. Of course, as we've already mentioned, this weekend is the All-Ireland Championships in Ballymina, the 1st of July. Now, Ballymina, we've already sung the praises of the venue. It's fantastic. So, that's a definite date for your diary right there. If you're listening to the podcast and you're living locally... Then you need to get yourself to Ballymena. The All Ireland Championships, it's shaping up to be quite a huge competition. Looking forward to that. Now, not only that, but next week on the 7th and 8th of July, we're going to Preston. Yeah, the Preston City Park in Utah for the Payson Scottish Festival and Highland Games. There you go. So if you are in the Utah area, that's one for you. A date for your diary. 7th and 8th of July. Also on the 8th of July and the 9th of July as well, we're going to the Macrae Meadows in Linville in North Carolina. And that's for the Grandfather Mountain Highland Games. Now I've heard a lot about these games. Um, We've mentioned them a couple of times now in Dates for Your Diary. But yeah, the Grandfather Mountain, um, that's up there, I think is one of the... yeah one of the competitions I would love to get to for sure so there you go if you're in North Carolina that's where you need to go the McRae Meadows on the 8th and 9th of July in Linville there you go Okay, on the 15th of July then yeah we're going to Look Park in Northampton in Massachusetts for the Glasgow Lands Scottish Festival 15th of July there you go. And on the 15th and 16th of July, that same weekend... ...we have the Arizona Highland Celtic Festival. Again, that's in Flagstaff in Arizona. As affectionately known as Flagstaff. That's just the competition name. But, yeah, the official title is the Arizona Highland and Celtic Festival. 15th and 16th of July. Also on that weekend, on the 15th and 16th of July... ...it's a very popular weekend, that. We're going to Casey Jones Park in Elizabeth in Colorado. And that's for the Elizabeth Celtic Festival. Yeah... Now, the following weekend, on the 19th of July, of course, yeah, it's the Scottish Championships on Dumbarton. <laughs> yeah, which is essentially the, I don't know, for me, it's the most exciting major in the calendar. Yeah, because it's the last time all of our bands have a chance to have a good dig at each other, at a major championship ahead of the big game. Then in August, yeah, the worlds. So that's the nineteenth of july, the Scottish Championships in Dumbarton. So for those of you making travel arrangements, get that date in your diary. Okay, I'm gonna give you one more date for your diary before I head on. Uh here the twenty second of july we have the Ards and North Down Championships, which is gonna be held in Newton Ards at the airstrip. Yeah. Twenty second of july, get that date in your diary for the Ards and North Down Championship. Alright. So there you go, folks. That's pretty much it for Dates for Your Diary. Now, if you do have any other particular dates you would like us to highlight, then please do let us know. Bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Let us know if you have any dates that you would like us to include in this section of the show for Dates for Your Diary. All right. Well, you've waited this long in the pod, and well done. You deserve a medal. But yeah, you guessed it. It's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. Wallace Bagpipes Quality, pride and passion Made in Scotland Proud bagpipe supplier To the Red Hot Chili Pipers Visit wallacebagpipes.com For more information Or contact your nearest dealer
1: Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah,
0: yes, topic of the week, and you've waited this long for topic of the week, so well done. Uh, But let's get into the Euros this past weekend. Oh, my word, what a competition, all right? That's all I'm going to say is what a competition. (sighs) I don't know even from you know down in the lower grades where the competition was fierce then all the way up to grade one it did not disappoint we were talking about it of course on fuse FM and we did a bit of a Facebook live thing and all of that warming up for the euros but uh, I knew it was going to be exciting but just not on that level the standard was stupidly high in all grades not just grades one and two that we've been saying are kind of ridiculous but in all grades. So, hey, if you've managed to walk away with silverware at all through those grades, well done. Uh, you deserve a massive pat on the back. Uh, yeah, such a competitive weekend. Now, conditions on the ground, I think, were very sunny and quite warm as well, which is quite a surprise, I guess, being in Aberdeen. Uh, but, yeah, a good lot of people are yeah telling me stories about just how badly sunburned they were. <laughs> So actually, I have to give a shout out to Davey from Tartan Tunes. Hi, Davey! I hope you're tuned in, mate. And uh, yeah, he managed to uh, do his show the following day on Tartan Tunes uh, with a massive red face on him, uh, very sunburned. But hi, shout out to Davey! Good to see, good to see you survived it in Aberdeen, mate. Uh, but yeah, we're not used to the sunshine, but I don't think it affected band's performances in much in much a fashion. So there you go. Yeah, but yes, let's talk about the venue, shall we? The venue, I have to say, was absolutely second to none. Uh, I've had so many good reports from people saying that the venue was incredible. With so many things there for young kids and families to get involved in. You know, I've even heard that they had canoe rides. Yeah, that you can hire at a canoe and go paddling along on some lake. So, what? This is a pipe band competition and you can go for a canoe ride? Hey, what's not to love about that? So, yes, I think this event in Aberdeen was absolutely organized within an inch of itself and was just so great for families for bandsmen and women for the judges and stewards and everyone involved i think it was so well ran now as you've heard at the beginning of this show or this week's word of the week was security we have heard a lot of negatives about the security arrangements at the event Uh, some people saying that it was way too strict and yeah, the people in yellow coats really managed to spoil a lot of people's weekends as a result of overpowering security, I guess. Uh, where common sense didn't seem to prevail. Uh, so, yeah, we'll talk more about that, of course, as we do talk more about security at venues. Uh, but that was one of the downsides, I think, for the Euros this weekend. It was the security arrangements in place. Um, there's that plus a lot of people had complaints about the march past and all the rest, saying that it was in the wrong part of the park. They, apparently, they had like big grandstands that were covered, and a lot of people filled those grandstands in the thinking that that's where the march past was going to happen. So all the bands would march past the main grandstand, and uh, yeah, everyone would be able to you know sit there in the shade in this huge grandstand that they built, and uh, yeah, be able to see the prize giving, people getting their trophies and whatnot. And then as you may have seen on our live stream, um, we set our camera up at this grandstand and the march past was way in the other side of the park, which was a little strange. Um, But hey, our camera was right next to a loudspeaker so we could hear everything that goes on, uh, but the bands were so far away uh, from where most of the crowd were, it was a very odd situation. But, hey, there we go. These are small fish in comparison to everything else that we've been hearing about the venue, that it was just absolutely stellar. For a lot of the bands uh, competing on the day, That lots of places to duck out of the sun, and, uh, yeah, just lots of space to be able to prepare and get ready. So, yeah, well done to all of the organisers. Yeah, there's some niggles and stuff and negatives and that we're chatting about, but overall, I think the competition itself was a roaring success, and a load of people had high praise for the venue. So, i 'm hoping that it will be returning to Aberdeen in future years, and here 's hoping i 'll actually get across myself i didn 't actually make the trip this year to Aberdeen, so all right let 's get into the results then let 's get into it oh, after a report on the Porta loo situation, apparently, they were great all day, very clean, very pristine, and you never really had to queue for very long to get a Portaloo. There you go quarterly update and uh, the price of a pint wasn't too bad either although the beer tent was a bit of a shambles when it comes to people management and getting served and everything it was a bit of a nightmare uh, very busy and even the catering arrangements uh, you ca- you could go for your gourmet burger and fries for about 20 quid or you could go for the bog standard burger and fries and that cost you i don't know five six quid so that just depends you know if you wanted to be fancy schmancy then you could do but if you just wanted something just to yeah ram down your throat then there you go (laughs) ah right okay let's get into things the results let's go and start with the drum majors then shall we so starting with the juvenile grades i have to give a shout to louise smiten Go on, Louise! Go, Louise! Yeah, Louise Smiten from Kloss Kelt picking up the top prize there. And I think I have it on good authority that this is Louise's first major. Yeah, isn't that great? So, well done, Louise. Now, uh, this was done... Quite convincingly, whenever you look at the summary sheets overall for the juvenile grade, Louise did this with a first in M&D and a first in Flourishing. Yeah, so with a 1-1, as they call it in the biz. Uh, So, yeah, coming out on top. In second place was uh, Lewis Charles Anderson from New Rosson District. Well done. And the third was Carries Graham. Fourth was Grace Thompson. Beth Turner was in fifth. And Jamie Livingston was in sixth. There you are. So, that yeah, not a bad but yeah, competition all round. Uh, for all of these drum major competitions, by the way, all of these videos are up there. Now, you can go and check those out uh, from all of these finals. So, the juvenile, the juniors, the adults, all up there on our YouTube channel. All right. Let's move on to the juniors. Probably should have started with the juniors. Uh, but yeah, I'm doing this backwards possibly. So shout out to Catherine Spears. Yeah, from Burnt Island and District. Coming out on top position there. With a first in M&D in a second in Flourishing. Yeah. So in second place then was Georgia Turkington from the mighty Matt Boyd. Yeah, there you go. So shout out to Georgia coming in second there. In third then was Maya Buckley from Marlacoo and District. In fourth place was Lydia Todd from McNeilstown. Yeah. And Grace Murdoch then was in fifth yeah from Bar. Head and districts. Great competition there for the juniors. Yeah, for sure. All right, moving on. Let's get to the adults. Yeah, our adult or senior drum major, European champion, Emma Barr. Go on, Emma! (claps) Woo! Go on, Emma! Fantastic. There you go. So, yeah, in first place was Emma from the Field Marshal. In second was Gib Fraser from the Royal Borough of Annan. Yeah, now I got that there in M&D Preference. Well done, Gibb. In third place then was Cara Gilmer from Police Scotland and Federation. Well done, Cara. Yeah, and then in fourth place in M&D Preference was Cathy Hunter from Manor Cunningham. Go on! Well done, Kathy. Yeah. In fifth place then was our own James Kennedy, of course, member of the Rab Show team. Well done, James, from Klaus Keltz. And then in sixth spot, we had Andrea Gibson from Battle Hill in sixth spot. there, There you go. So go and watch the adult finals, by the way. Such a fascinating watch, you know. And yeah, these drum majors are absolutely incredible. I just don't know how they do it. They're so professional, and they just make it look effortless. You know, even from the junior grade. You know, these these young kids, and ah, oh, incredible stuff. So there you go. Shout out to all of our drum majors. Great week, weekend's competition. Uh, well done to Emma Barr, of course, lifting that Euro title. Well done. All right. Let's get into the band's good and proper. Starting off with Novice uh, Juvenile B, we had Erskine Church Melville Schools, who are European champions. They managed to lift the drumming as well, and but the first in ensemble too. So not a bad weekend's work by the Erskine Sturge Melville Schools. Now, as far as I know, that's the first time we've seen them this season. I don't believe they were competing at the UK's, so do hope to see them more on the grass now going forward. Yeah. In second place, we had Renfrewshire Schools. Good stuff, with two firsts and piping, actually, for Renfrewshire well done guys and third place was luckily high school not a bad result there and fourth then was preston lodge high school go on the pl you and well actually preston lodge finished in fourth but uh they had a second an ensemble here yeah so great run for them uh then in fifth spot was oban high school yes well done oban and then in sixth was dollar academy There you are. Uh, Now, Dollar Academy may well finished in 6th position overall, but they came 2nd in drumming. So their drummers had a great run that day. So there you are. Now, that was a huge grade, by the way. 16 bands in there in total. Now, last week, whenever we were previewing all of this, uh, we talked about Knox Grammar School, who were making the journey over from Australia. And just to let you know, out of 16 bands, they finished 14th. Yeah, so not on the bottom of the heap there. So great run, guys. Well done. Well done all round. Okay so that's your novice juvenile b on to novice a then we had george watson's college yes euro champions for 2023 and uh yeah they had a first first in piping first in ensemble however a fourth in drumming hmm. so lifting the drumming actually was the high school of dundee yeah who finished fifth overall yeah so in second spot then we had dollar academy well done dollar in third place with west Lothian Schools. Hmm, there you go. And as I've mentioned there, the High School of Dundee were 5th. And North Lanarkshire schools were 6th overall. So again, a bit of a mixed bag there for Novice A. Yeah, but well done to George Watson's uh, quite convincing win there for sure. Yeah, and to Dundee as well for lifting the drumming in in Novice A. Well done, there you go. Nah, European champions in Novice A, fantastic. right, moving on to the juvenile grade then. Coming out on top quite convincingly, were Dollar Academy. Yes, with a first, first in piping, first in drumming, uh, but a second an ensemble. Yeah. But that that yeah, they managed to come out on the top spot there. In second place then, runner up was George Watson's College in second. Uh so yeah, not a bad result for them. Uh but yeah, Preston Lodge. Go on, the PL. Yep, they finished in third spot, and in fourth was George Harriet Schools. There you are. So that was your juvenile grade. Four bands in total competing on the day, and that's how they all shook down. So well done, dollar. Yeah, European champions. All right, grade four b Oh man, this is such a feel-good story, isn't it? The Venlo, Caledonian pipe band, European champions, all the way from the Netherlands to Aberdeen, and man did they play a tune. Uh, Now, at the time that I recorded last week's podcast, I hadn't actually heard them. I did manage to find a few clips of them online, but not much, Uh, but hey. They definitely walked into that circle and made it their own at the Euros. Well done, Venlo. Uh, so they had a first, first piping, uh, first in and first in Ensemble. Yeah, ones right across the board. Every judge was in agreement. These guys deserved it. So well done to the Venlo Caledonian. Uh, now, I have yet to see the run myself, uh, but going on what these judging sheets. Uh, yeah, the, the shakedown of the summary sheets. Yeah, it does look like a, quite a blistering performance. I'm going to have to try and find that. There you go. In second place then was Fraserburgh, RBL. Well done, guys. In third spot then was Irvine and District. In fourth was the City of Aberdeen. Fifth was Dunoon Argyle. And sixth was the Greyfriars, Pipes and Drums. There you go. So that was your grade 4B. Again, quite a packed grade there. Yeah. But I have to give a huge shout out to Venlo. (laughs) Wow. Ones right across the board. That's definitely a convincing win right there. Well done, guys. Alright, moving on to Grade 4A, and your Grade 4A European champions are Burnt Island and District. Yes, with two firsts in piping and a first in ensemble, yeah, quite a convincing win there. Now, but they did finish third in drumming, however, uh, so didn't have it all their own way. But however, still on that top spot, walking away as European champion. Well done. On second spot, then we had Coulter and Districts. Yes, not a bad run there for Coulter. And in third position there on ensemble preference are Uddingston Strathclyde. Yeah. Uh, they managed to lift the Drummond title as well. So European champion drum corps for Uddingston Strathclyde. Well done, guys. There you go. All right, on to fourth spot then we had the Royal Borough of Stirling. They were in fourth position uh, with a second in Drummond. there, actually. In fifth spot then we had Strathendrick. Yes, and in sixth we had Cooper Angus Borough. Yes, go on. Go on, the Cooper Angus. Uh, so, yeah, it's great to see so many bands in that top six position and manage to give them a shout on last week's pod. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so there you go. A lot of these guys, I was very keen to see, and uh yeah, it's great to see them in that prize list for sure. Now, <clears throat> there's a lot of uh, bands that I've managed to see from Grade Four A, and that didn't make it into the prizes. I have to give a shout to Kilbarkin Pipe Band, actually. I was really impressed with their piping in particular. I think Kilbarkin played a great run, actually. Yeah, and also I have to give a shout to uh, Camelon and District as well. Their drum corps, I think, I thought sounded really sharp. So well done. Uh, so yeah. I know that we normally try and focus on the top six here, but these are bands that finished out of that top six that still managed to raise my attention. So just wanted to give them a shout in the pod this week for sure. But yes, European champion, Burnt Island and District. Well done, guys. Yeah, quite convincing win there. All right. On to grade 3B then. Hmm grade 3b now it's, it's a smaller grade all right so seven bands in total but that's not to undersell it by any means it does definitely very competitive so yeah european champion for 2023 was ross and Carmarty pipes and drums there you are with two firsts in piping a first in ensemble however a fifth in drumming now mm, that came as a bit of a surprise i guess so finishing on top spot with you know ones and a fifth in drumming Being the only chink in the armour, I guess. You know, that little... Hmm. But there you are. Congratulations, European champions. In second spot, then, we had Arbroath. Yes, not a bad run there. In third spot, we had the Air Pipe Band Society. In fourth, we had Metal and District. An ensemble preference. In fifth place, then, we had Macanta, And Macanta had a fifth, sixth in piping, fourth in ensemble, and a first in drumming. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, this brings back this discussion again, about the ensemble judge and the drumming judge not agreeing with each other, alright, but hey, full credit to Macanta's drum corps, I have heard the run, and yeah, their drumming was fantastic, so well done to Makanta uh, but, yeah, the ensemble judge, I don't know, this is a conversation, I guess, we're probably going to have in another podcast, about ensemble judging, uh, how much do you take in the performance of the pipers, the drummers, or should you be taking it as a ...as a whole, as a collective, you know? Anyway, but there you go. So, shout-out to Macanda. Finishing 5th and lifting the drumming. Well done. In 6th place, then, was the Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums. Yes, and they finished 2nd in drumming. Interesting. There you go. So, yeah, a a very competitive grade there in 3B, I have to stress. I know it's smaller and it's down in numbers from previous years... ...but it's definitely one worth watching. If you do have an opportunity to see grade 3B... ...do take that opportunity, all right? Now... As for Grade 3A, okay. All right. I don't know. I don't know what was going on here, uh, but it seems to be such a mixed bag of results. It's uh, it's a scary read-through whenever you look at this. Um, grade 3A seems to have split opinion among quite a number of the judges here, but it does make for some interesting reading, for sure. All right. European champion for 2023 in Grade 3A was Colburn, I-O-R, Yeah, so quite a convincing win, I think. Points-wise, just managing to scrape into that top spot there with 10 points in total. So, yeah, well done, Colburn. Well done. In second place, then, an ensemble preference was D-side Caledonia. So they finished second overall, but they had a first in ensemble. Uh, Yeah, so that's what pulled them into that second spot. So well done. The City of London Pipe Band then had a third place. They came in third. uh, But they had a one-two in piping for them. But a fourth in drumming, fourth in ensemble. Uh, So that's what, yeah, I guess what affected them there. That was the difference between second and third for them. In fourth place then we had Denny and Dunny Pace Association Pipe Band. There you go. Not a bad run all round there. In fifth place was the Vale of Athol Pipe Band. And they won the drumming. Yeah, well done, the Vale. Go on, the Vale. Now, this was... Surprising to me whenever I seen the summary sheets. Now, I was expecting the veil, you know, fourth, fifth position in piping, but no, they had a twelfth and a ninth in piping, but a first in drumming and then a sixth in ensemble. I I I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I guess with the tally up of all the points, it was the points that put them in fifth spot there. So, there you go. A twelfth, a ninth in piping. First in drumming, sixth in ensemble, and there they are. They're, they're sitting there in fifth spot. So well done, The Veil. Yeah, great weekend's work. In sixth spot, then we had the City of Inverness a pipe band. Yeah, we had a fifth, sixth in piping, a tenth in drumming, and an eighth in ensemble. Are you getting the picture here? Yeah, there's a lot of bands that are getting mixed results here, I guess, from both piping end and drumming end and ensemble. Yeah, uh, sometimes there are huge gaps, sometimes not so much, but there are they're there. Yeah, uh, one result that really did draw my attention was Dunbar RBL, uh, where they had a a ninth in drumming and a fifteenth in ensemble. Now, when you consider there's fifteen bands in the grade, one the drumming judge and the ensemble judge. I don't know, they appear to be disagreeing here. Uh, so, yeah, this again brings up the conversation of ensemble and what are adjudicators looking for, I guess. Are they looking at the piping in, specifically the drumming in, or as a collective, how is it marked? How is it judged? It's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, so there you go. A very mixed bag in Grade 3A. Full credit to Colburn, IOR, European champions absolutely and i've heard the run and yes sounded fantastic i've heard d side as well and again played a stomper such a great performance i've yet to hear the city of london however so that's on me but i do hope to hear them very soon so yeah well done to colburn european champions for 2023 awesome stuff okay let's get on to the ridiculous grade then shall we (laughs) grade two did not disappoint was ridiculous wasn't it the standard in this grade was just insane all right so let's give a shout out to port and district our european champions for 2023 well done guys they had a first first in piping a first in ensemble however a sixth in drumming yeah so down on the drumming end Uh, but again this is where their drumming and the ensemble judge didn't agree Uh, so the drumming judge had them in sixth but the ensemble guy had them in first so, I, I don't know how that works, but hey, there we go. I'm not in there with the clipboard. In second place, then, we had the Royal Borough of Annan. Yeah, and they lifted the drumming title as well. So, well done, Royal Borough. And in third spot, then, in ensemble preference was Buckin Peterson. Yes, a band that I had myself picked last week has been one of the ones to listen to. And here they are in the top three spots. So, well done to Bucking. In fourth spot, then, we have the City of Edinburgh Pipe Band, who played a blinder, actually. I really enjoyed their performance. Well done. In fifth spot, then, we have the Glasgow Sky.
1: Go on, the sky!
0: Yeah, Glasgow Sky are back in the prize list. There we are, hitting the top five. Now, I had a look back to see, did they pick up a prize at the UK's? And no, they didn't. So this is their first visit to the prize list, I guess, in grade two. So there you go. Well done to the Glasgow Sky Association. Yeah, in sixth place then, we had Uddingston. Yeah, not a bad run there. They finished second in Drummond, actually. So it was a good result for Uddingston all round there. There you are. So that was your top six. I have to say, that grade in grade two... Yeah, I have christened it the ridiculous grade for a good reason, because it is ridiculous just how high the standard is in grade 2. You may as well call it a grade 1B, you know, there's grade 1A and grade 1B, I think, yeah, so grade 2 is just, pff, I don't know, That that's insane. So, hopefully, we'll be able to bring you more Grade 2 action from future competitions. I know we didn't catch it at the Euros this year, but uh, that's basically just down to timing of the event itself. And it clashed with a good number of other things that were going on. So, there you go. But, hey, well done to everyone in Grade 2, particularly to Port Leithen, uh lifting that Euro title. And to the Royal Borough of Annan for lifting the Drummond title. Well done. Yeah, that was Grade 2. Alright, in Grade 1, of course, you know Inverarian District lifted it this weekend. Yeah, European champions in Inverarian District. Yeah, two firsts in piping, a first in ensemble, but a fourth in drumming. So their drumming was still down again, I guess, from the UK Championships. Uh, they were down on the UK's as well. Uh, so not their usual Inverarian uh dominance i guess but either way managing to lift that title so definitely well deserved if you heard the performance <laughs> oh there was no room for doubt i think inverary played an absolute blinder so such a good run from inverary well done i have to say overall in grade one actually this was the first run out for the new mini msrs as they're calling it so it's all four cartoons, so these performances were three minutes you know three four minutes maybe a little bit less than four uh, so very short space of time for a judge to be able to kind of judge and place people you know so it was an interesting dynamic i think uh so all these short performances short and sweet i guess uh but the band's done what they could within such a short time scale to showcase their musicianship and uh, yeah and Varary definitely managed to achieve that i believe well done Now, they weren't my particular favourite band on the day. I do have my own pick, and I'll talk about that in a minute or two. In second place was the Field Marshal Montgomery. Yes, in second. Uh, They had a third third in piping, but they lifted the drumming title. Yes, Garth McLees and the guys at FM continuing their winning ways. Well done. That's absolutely stellar there. And a second place in Ensemble. Yeah, so there you go. Second place, Phil Marshall Montgomery. In third were the People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate. Yes, hot off their success from the UK Championships. Yeah, in third spot there. So, yeah, they had a second second in piping, a fifth in drumming, however, and a third in Ensemble. Yeah, so there you are. So third place, well-deserved there by People's Ford. Yes, in fourth place then, we had St. Lawrence of Yes, we had a fourth fourth in piping from St. Lawrence, second in drumming, and a seventh in ensemble overall, which did come as a bit of a surprise to me, honestly. Um, Again, it's the old adage, you know, the drumming judge and the ensemble judge appear to be disagreeing here. Where the drumming judge had St. Lawrence second, but the ensemble judge had them 7th. Like that's a big gap there. You know? Anyway. That's not the last of the gaps. There's quite a few more here in the grade 1 judging. Uh, we'll get to that. Yeah. In 5th spot then we had shots. Shots and die kid. They had a 5th, 5th and piping. 8th and drumming. And a 4th in ensemble. There's another gap there. Of four places between the drumming judge and ensemble judge. There you go. In fifth spot for the sh- the shots. Yes. <laughs> in sixth place then was Scottish Par. They had a sixth, sixth in piping, sixth in drumming, sixth in ensemble. So I think every judge on the park, an agreement there that they placed sixth. There you are. So just to wrap up the grade then, then we had after Scottish Power in sixth, we had uh Police Scotland Fife and Seventh, and eighth place was the Federation, Police Scotland Federation, in ninth spot, then was Johnstone, and wrapping up the grade, in tenth spot there was Kloss Kelt. Yeah, so I have to say my own particular pick for the day. Alright, now I love it. People always love it when I do this. But I had two particular picks on the day. Alright? Now it's not, I'm not going to be obvious here and pick the winner in Virary. Because yes, absolutely. They had a fantastic run. So did Field Marshal. Their drumming was incredible. You can't take it away from them. But <laughs> people might disagree with me here. But I honestly believe that St. Lawrence Atul had a fantastic run in there. Now for me, this mini MSR format really seemed to favor them that day. I don't know what it was. But that MSR from St. Lawrence really did pique my ear. I thought, ooh. There's something quite special there happening at St. Lawrence. So that was something to behold. And honestly, the Scottish Power were another band I thought played fantastically. Yeah, I think even the tone and the sound that Scottish Power had. That just, yeah, I don't know. Give me the goosebumps, you know? Yeah, it's a four-part march, four parts to space. It's nothing that'll really light the world on fire. But, yeah, the tone that Scottish Power had, the sound, the quality from that drum core. Yeah, such a good run from Scottish Power. Yeah. Okay, I know I said I'd pick two, but I'm going to pick another one. Yeah. The Federation pipe band. Police Scotland and Federation absolutely played out of their skin. I thought their run was really good, especially the real. uh, So, I, I don't know. I'm going to just start picking out band names, and then people are going to get annoyed that I didn't pick them out. But for me, that was the standout moments for me. I think St. Lawrence of Tools, MSR, Wow, I really did it for me. I thought it was a great run from St. Lawrence. Uh, Scottish Power as well, with that big, thick sound. I don't know what they've done, uh, but definitely after hearing them at the UK's and then hearing them here on a recording, granted, but hearing them at the Euro's, definitely yeah huge sound from scottish power and federation as well played a great run the drum core melding perfectly i believe with the pipe core just such a great performance so yeah i know i've left people out i've left people out and i haven't mentioned them and give my own commentary on them but hey it was a great competition all round. all 10 bands in there were just fantastic all right let's just put it out there all 10 Simply amazing. How those judges managed to separate people, I have no clue. How can you stand in there with a clipboard and say, mm, ''No, that wasn't a good run.'' Come on. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, but yeah, full congratulations to Inverary. Of course, lifting that European title, I think it meant a lot to the band as well, judging by their celebrations. Um, I think Inverary were more than chuffed uh, to yeah, lift that European title. I think that they've managed to successfully defend it now. Is that right? Did they win the Euros last year? I think they did. Uh, so yeah, such a stellar competition all round. Inverary Field Marshal, People's Ford, Boghold, St. Lawrence, Shots, Scottish Power. That's your top six right there. Now, yeah, that means that we've had two majors and two different sequences in where the bands have fallen down. Yeah, so, yeah, we've had Peoples Ford lift the first one, and Invereri's now lifted the second one, and now we're thundering our way towards Dumbarton for the third major in the calendar. That's going to be, yeah, watched with very keen interest. Yeah, because now we've got a number of weeks now between the Euros and the Scottish it's going to be interesting to see what changes are made, if any, if any changes are made at all. I doubt it at this point, but there might be a few little musical adjustments here and there. So, yeah, it does make it, for me, as a comment a commentator, I guess, it makes it incredibly interesting. It means I've got a lot to talk about, but for those bands out there that are competing and putting in all of that hard work yeah (laughs) i hope there's not too many changes to deal with (laughs) uh but yeah if you managed to lift silverware at the euros this past weekend at all then full congratulations to you seriously i think the standard across the board again is just continuing to rise and i'm just wondering now at this point just where or how high can it get you know it is getting kind of (laughs) ridiculous So, yeah, full credit to all of you who competed at the weekend, whether you lifted silverware or not. But if you did, a special congratulations to you. Yeah, definitely deserved. What a weekend of competition. Now, speaking of weekends competition uh well yeah everything from the european championships that we managed to point a camera at is now up there on our youtube channel you can go and check that out the big rap show on youtube all of the action from the grade one ring as well as all of our drum majors and that as well we do have other videos and stuff that we are working on from the euros so we hope to be able to present those in the near future so that'll all be on our youtube channel on a big playlist called european championships 2023 you can go and check that out at your leisure this weekend is the all ireland championships so it's the biggest competition on this i would argue yeah it's definitely one of the ones that's most hard fought and yeah a lot of people looking forward to that myself included so yeah to answer all the usual questions are we live streaming from the all irelands no we're not Uh, but we will hopefully be live streaming the march past and the results of course like we have been doing all of the performances that we managed to point a camera at this weekend then will live on our youtube channel as always in full 4k hd and all that stuff. So that will be all up there on our YouTube channel uh, as soon as we can get it. The All-Ireland Championships. So good luck to everyone in competition this weekend. No matter where you are, if you're at the All-Irelands or elsewhere, do have a good tune. And as always, if you do have any comments, questions, queries, or anything at all about anything we've discussed on this week's episode or previous, then please do email us in. BigRabShow at com. That address again, BigRabShow at gmail.com com, And of course, we do have weekly drones as well, if you don't want to be identified. There you go. Okay. Yeah, we're smack bang in the thick of things. And that's the European Championships wrapped up. And we're about to head into the Scottish. Yeah, and the All-Irelands and all of it. I don't know. It's just such a good time to be involved in piping and drumming. There's so much great music, a lot of great people and friendship. It's just been a lot of good fun this year, hasn't it? So far, this season really has delivered. Uh, So well done (laughs) to our associations for putting on such great events for us to enjoy and to give me stuff to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, I am going to go out the door and that's wrap it up for this week's podcast. But before I do, I do want to finish on that four-part MSR. Yeah, the mini MSR performance from Inverarian District. So, I'm going to hand over to them for a wee second. So, here's Inverary as they lifted the Euros this weekend. <laughs> Fantastic stuff there. in and District, and that was them as they lifted the European Championships this past weekend in Aberdeen. Well done. Well, hope you've enjoyed this week's pod. I am out the door. And thanks for Inverary for wrapping it up this week, I guess. Okay, I will see you all on the podcast next week. Until then, all the best. That's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week and a special thank you to our sponsor G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world they are the champion's choice. Check out G1Reads.com for all of your piping needs. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com to be kept up to date with all of the latest news and views from around the piping world and also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month you can get your hands on tons of extra pipe and goodness and be a part of the Patreon faithful. So, until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.